0: the nativity story at this time of year is not just a story and it's not just a performance. It's really easy isn't it when we've seen something lots of times before or we've heard something lots of times before to become really familiar with it and maybe some of us here today haven't heard the story ever before or maybe you've heard it loads of times but you just haven't really thought about what it all means. For me, um, I wonder if you've ever been on a journey where you have got to your destination and you've never really thought about the process of the journey, what happened on it. I've done that sometimes when I'm driving and it's terrifying. I don't know if it's just me, but I've arrived at the destination and I've thought, I don't remember seeing any of the things I was supposed to see. I don't remember going around that roundabout that I must have gone round, and it's horrible. Maybe for you, it's a meal where you have eaten all of the food and you've looked down and suddenly it's an empty plate, but you don't remember putting any of the food in your mouth and you look to the left and the right of you suspiciously thinking, did you just eat all of my food? Hopefully it's not just me that does that. But it's really easy, isn't it, when we go on autopilot to not be aware of the things around us, to get to the end of something, to get to the destination, and not be aware of those important things. And I wonder if that's the same for us at Christmas time. I wonder if for some of us, whatever our traditions are at this time of year, that we just go through the motions. Maybe we're really used to the Christmas tree and the turkey and the presents, the carol service, the nativity, whatever it is that you do at this time of year, and we lose the importance of it. We get through it without realizing or savoring or enjoying what the whole thing is about we get through it without realizing and remembering what this time of year is all about. Because if you think about it, it's actually really odd that a whole load of us come December, go out of our houses, chop a tree down, drag it into our homes, string it up with lights and tinsel and multicolored decorations, and then a short, few weeks later we pack it all away ready again for next year dragging a very dead christmas tree out of our houses and i know this isn't just me hoping that we won't drop all of the pine needles across the floor and end up having to hoover for the next five hours what on earth are these traditions what is this time of year all about I was having a conversation with a friend recently and she was sharing that she got to share the story of the nativity with a new friend for the very, very first time. She had never heard of Jesus. She had never ever heard of the nativity before, never heard of angels declaring to Mary and Joseph that they were to have a baby who was gonna be the savior of the world, had never heard of the shepherds and the wise men going to worship a baby. What an incredible opportunity and a really unique one in our country today because the reality is that a lot of us have heard of Jesus before, maybe not in a church, maybe just through the songs that we sing in our school assemblies like Away in a Manger or Little Donkey or maybe you've heard of Jesus through the Christmas films that we watch or maybe even through our Christmas cards that we get sent through at this time of year in our culture today we can get over familiar with the christmas story and forget what it's all for but for her she didn't get that she had never heard it before she wasn't bored or familiar or used to it she got to be amazed she got to be amazed at the fact that angels spoke to mary and joseph that a baby was conceived by the holy spirit that shepherds and wise men traveled hundreds of miles to go and worship this baby. And the fact that it was all full told thousands and thousands of years before. I wonder what would our reaction be if we got to hear it for the very, very first time like that? Would we be amazed? Because it isn't just a story. It's what really happened. And maybe, as we've seen it today, isn't exactly how it happened on that first Christmas. Maybe there weren't three camels that were talking. Maybe uh, there were more than three wise men. Maybe uh, it isn't how we get to picture it on our Christmas cards. I got this one through the post today. Um, It's of an octopus with a Santa hat on, if you can see that. This isn't what Christmas is all about, is it? And even when we do get Christmas cards that have the nativity set on it, it probably wasn't what it looked like on that day. We don't often get to hear about the fact that Mary was probably only 15 years old, that she was unmarried, that she was facing shame and disgrace. Because the truth is that the events of God sending his precious son to earth in the form of a baby to rescue us, to restore us back to a relationship with the loving father, the creator of the world, really happened. We saw a video earlier on and we hear about the fact that Jesus arrived into the mess. He arrived to unmarried teenage parents at a time when they were going through a census, so that meant they had to travel almost a hundred miles on the back of a donkey to Bethlehem while Mary was heavily pregnant. My uh, four-year-old daughter this year got the opportunity to be Mary in the school nursery nativity play. I was very excited. I never got to be Mary when I was at school. I was thrilled for her. But no, she decided she didn't want to be Mary this year. She wanted to be Joseph. Yep, she's going to be Joseph next week. I'm really looking forward to it. Um, And when asked why she didn't want to be Mary, she said, I don't want to ride on the back of a donkey. (laughs) So we can only imagine what Mary really would have felt like having to travel that far. And this was all while facing huge scandal and shame. And on top of that, they were told by angels that they were going to be parents of the saviour of the world. This Christmas, we are thankfully not dealing with a census, although the general election this week might have felt pretty close to that. And hopefully we're not traveling 100 miles, although some of us may well be going to see friends and family, but hopefully in a car or a plane or a train and not on the back of a donkey. But the reality is that for all of us, we are facing some kind of mess. We don't uh, assume that we have this picture-perfect Christmas that we often have represented at this time of year. And for each of us, that mess will be really different Maybe for you, on the 15th of December, you are someone that hasn't done any Christmas shopping, like my husband, lucky me. (laughs) Maybe for you, you haven't got any plans at all this Christmas, or not yet anyway. Maybe you are really excited about all of your friends and family descending upon you at Christmas time, but it's the mess and the chaos that you dread afterwards. Maybe for you, you are missing someone at this time of year when others are gathering together with friends and family. Or maybe where you are just now doesn't feel like home at all. We are all in different situations this Christmas time, all with different hurts and messes to deal with. But the truth is whether we have all of the trimmings or none of them, we can be at risk of missing what Christmas is all about. We can all miss the truth and the heart of what Jesus came to do that very first Christmas and why we celebrate at this time of year. Jesus came to bring joy to a world that had lost hope. That word joy is a funny one, isn't it? I think it's sometimes really played down and ends up just being diminished to happiness. Maybe it means something for you like your favourite sports team winning, or maybe it's for you joy is about sitting down with your family and eating your favourite meal or your favourite pudding. Maybe, kids, this is the joy is about Christmas and the fact that you get to have no school for two weeks or maybe it's a different emotion. For me, uh, the word joy brings up a whole set of other emotions because my mother-in-law's name is Joy. Yeah, think about that one. Jesus came to bring joy that is way, way, way better than someone like your mother-in-law coming to stay. It isn't about temporary happiness. He came to bring a joy that is everlasting, a joy that restores hope. A joy that offers us that relationship back with God. And maybe for you, you know this story really, really well. Maybe you've never heard it before. Maybe you know the truth of that hope and joy that I've been speaking about today. Or maybe you really want to, but you just don't know how. Well, today is a chance for all of us. A chance to receive the gift that Jesus is Today, to receive that hope and love, to be able to know our Creator God. If that is you, if you would like to take that step today, then I would love to pray with you. This Christmas, we can use our celebrations or our traditions, the opportunity to watch a nativity, to open our Christmas cards, to celebrate on Christmas Day, to be able to remember that joy that Jesus brought for each and every one of us. We have some Christmas crackers that our team are going to be holding in baskets around the auditorium in a minute. These Christmas crackers have a little label on them and they have the word joy to help you remember what we talked about today. Kids, you have done brilliantly listening this far, but I need your help one more time. I need all of the adults in this auditorium, in this church, upstairs and downstairs, to be given a Christmas cracker by you. You can take it home, everyone is to have one, and you can open it on Christmas day so that you remember just how much, how powerful and perfect, that example of joy Jesus is, that hope and a future that he offers us, no matter where we find ourselves on Christmas Day. So I'm going to invite the band up just now, and we're going to have a minute to be able to respond to that offer of hope and joy. Kids, as the band are playing, can you come and grab these crackers and give them out? Don't pull them just yet, go and hand them out. Grown ups, this is for you as these children give you these crackers take a minute to personally respond to the fact that this is a simple gift that represents so much more so we're going to pray just now and if you are someone who wants to receive the gift of jesus for the first time no matter how old you are no matter how many times you've heard it if you feel comfortable then you can just put your hands out to receive that. We do this just as a simple expression of knowing that we are receiving from God. So as these crackers are being handed out, let me pray. Jesus, thank you for the chaos and the mess, the noise and the joy of Christmas time. Thank you that no matter where we find ourselves this Christmas, we know the truth of what you came to do. Jesus, we pray that you would meet with every single one of us here in this building, that we would walk out knowing that you did this for us, that you came to rescue us and restore a relationship back with us. God, I pray that this church would be a people that know who you are and that they would know the truth of joy this Christmas. Amen.